welcome to Agronomy for Farmer Success, a podcast brought to you by Osmus Farm Supply. You work for results. That's why the Enlist Weed Control System gives you flexible tank mixing, near zero volatility, a wide application window, and proven weed control. Because the Enlist system was built for your results. Get better weed control with no ifs, ands, or buts at Enlist.com. Enlist.com. Today we have Delaney Lensing in the podcast studio with us. And Delaney is with Corteva. And Delaney, can you tell us a little bit about your position with Corteva? Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Michelle. Um, My position with Corteva, so I am part of a team in Northern Iowa that supports Corteva's portfolio. So that would include herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, and stabilizers. Um, So helping support the retailers and farmers as well. And you're not only on the crop protection side, but you also help Cody over plant nutrition. Correct. Yep. Yep. Um, So our portfolio would dive into that through biologicals and stabilizers. So get to spend time with plant nutrition as well. Yeah. Well, today we're going to talk crop protection side. And we're going to talk about the Enlist platform of Enlist One and Enlist Duo. That platform has been out there a couple of years now, and we've taken that time to learn what's worked, what doesn't work. And we made yeah. some changes to what our agronomists and what Corteva is recommending for you guys that are going to be applying Enlist. Many of you may be new. Some of you could be returning um, for your second, third season of application for Enlist. So Delaney, just to hit on real quick, what are is the number one thing you want people to know if they're new to enlist that they need to pay attention to? I've, I've got a long list, so <laughs> um, uh, we can narrow down though. And yes, you nailed it. So yes, the um, enlist herbicide platform has been out for a while. It's we've been able to narrow down these last couple of summers with applications, our best practices that we feel are best for farmers to maximize performance. So probably one of the biggest things I guess I would say with enlist. Um, to watch for is going to be your application of timing. That's that's always number one in a post-application spring. Water hemp being the number one weed that we tend to face in this area, uh, making sure that we get that at a timely application is probably one of the biggest things. Now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of other facets to those applications, but that's one of the biggest things we've seen over the last few summers is getting a timely application on small water hemp, two to four inches, makes a very large difference versus when you're trying to tackle eight to 10 inch tall water hemp. Delaney actually came out this summer and did a YouTube video with Harlan on that exact topic of water hemp and, you know, visually seeing maybe if it was sprayed a little too big and what what stage that weed was at and what you could expect. So if you want more information on that, go to the comment section and that link for that YouTube video will be there. So making sure that you're spraying your weeds when they're small enough for the herbicides to be effective is key number one. What else should new to enlist growers be aware of? Uh, honestly, first thing I always like to start with, Michelle, is understanding what enlist is. So enlist is 2,4-D choline. That is the actual chemical that enlist one is. Um, and you can spray that on enlist soybeans. And one of the reasons we like enlist is it has tank mix flexibility. So when you have an enlist soybean, it has three herbicide trait tolerances. Enlist, which is the 2,4-D choline, glufosinate, and glyphosate. Um, so you have tank mix flexibility there. Uh, and what we do with that, so a couple different options. Like I said, you can do an enlist in glyphosate tank mix. You can do an enlist in glufosate tank mix. So with that, there's a couple different things. It comes into nozzles 
Um, like I said, we just we have this list of best practices that we found over the last few summers. Some of those include weather when you're spraying. Again, we make timing a big one of those. Um, making sure that you're using the right nozzles. And then adjuvants and oils is also another big one that we have. Uh, making sure that you're supporting that enlist tank mix with an oil to help penetrate the weeds out there and get the kill that you want. Delaney hit on this best practice sheet that they have. I'll also link that in the comment section. It's a nice little bulleted note card that's going to give you the top things that you should be looking for. Um, it's going to list the preferred nozzle that AFS recommends. And Delaney, can you go into that a little bit about how the nozzles for Enlist that are approved are not the same as the ones that are approved for Dicamba? Correct. And you might find similarities on both of the lists. Um, but again, our preferred nozzle is going to be an AIXR or AITTJ. The reason we recommend those top two nozzles is going to be the size of the molecules and fines that you're getting from those nozzles. So one of the things with Enlist is extremely low volatility and low drift compared to like a traditional 2,4-B or other, other chemicals out there. And so with that, using the AIXR or AITTJ nozzle, you are getting smaller, um, smaller droplets for the plants, which is increasing your coverage. And that's what Enlist is all about, is getting coverage on the plants, on the weeds out there. So that's why we recommend those two nozzles. Delaney, you also talked about tank mixes. In the past, it's been recommended that you add a crop oil. Now that we've had Enlist out there for a few years, that recommendation has almost gone to a, we highly recommend you use a crop oil. What are you seeing in the field that's the result of that? Adding the crop oil to that tank mix, we've seen increased performance compared to using, uh, so like an NIS is also another form. So of oils, you have your NIS, your crop oil, and your methylated seed oil. So that middle tier is gonna be that crop oil in terms of heat and heating up a tank mix. Adding that crop oil to this tank mix has increased overall performance. Again, just being able to penetrate the weeds out there um, since Enlist is a systemically moved product. So it has to penetrate that plant and then move through to the roots. So that crop oil assists in penetrating the weed out there. So that's one of the biggest things we've noticed over the years, making sure that you have that crop oil in there has helped performance out in the field. For those that are new to the Enlist, or even if you've used it before, Harlan also did a podcast on Tarragon Extra that is a good tape mix option with Enlist. And that podcast is available on this channel um, and is linked in the comments as well. So that would be another source for you to get some more information on your tank mixes for Enlist. Now, Delaney, one thing that we've heard a number of customers talk about with Enlist is there is no certification requirement. And there is no timing deadline with dicamba, but can you go into a little bit of detail of when not to spray? Yep, absolutely. Um, and you're right, there is no certification requirement from a farmer's aspect or as similar to like a dicamba training. Um, we do have trainings out there. You can go to enlist.com and find a training if that's something that you're interested in. If you are interested in a training, AFS is actually hosting two, one in Esterville and one in Rake in the month of February, and that's listed on our website. So now that we know we don't have to do trainings, when shouldn't you spray? Because that seems to be much more of an easier topic to hit on than when you should spray. 
What environmental conditions are not favorable for you to spray enlist? Yep. And I think before you even mentioned too, in terms of, you know, deadline date for applications, let's touch on that as well. Enlist can be sprayed through R1 on soybeans. So the R1, the beginning uh, flowering stage on soybeans. So something to note, it's not a calendar date. Um, it, it's based on the soybeans themselves between their vegetative and reproductive stages. When not to spray in terms of weather that you're seeing outside. We, we do have one we highly recommend spraying uh, between, you know, 70 and 85 degrees, um, you know, sunny when humidity is higher. So that's one thing, again, that we've picked up over the last couple of years. Humidity is another factor. When we see humidities below 50%, that's a time where if you have the opportunity to hold off and spray till humidity is higher, that's something that I would recommend doing as well. Um, just because with low humidity, uh, we see evaporation loss. So again, we're not getting the coverage, we're not getting the full product to the weeds that we want. Um, so that's something I would watch. And then again, wind, the label reads up to 15 mile an hour wind. So any windy day above 15 mile an hour, gonna be a no spray day. So I guess those, those are times you can look forward to not spray. Uh, but again, if you're if you're looking for like an ideal application timing, it's going to be between that 70 to 85 degrees, sunny, humidity above 50 percent, and then winds typically, you know, five to 10 mile an hour. Can you put that weather forecast in, you know, from, oh, say about June 1st till August 31st? Then we'll be prime. I've got a couple requests from Mother Nature, so. Yeah, yeah. especially on days like today when it's, you know, negative outside. Yeah. I mean, look forward to that. That sounds beautiful. Absolutely. As we close out this podcast, any other quick tidbits that you would like growers who are new to Enlist or growers that have used it for a few years that they should know about for the upcoming season? I would say the biggest thing is, is, you know, reflect on what's worked and what hasn't worked over the last few years. Again, that's what we're doing with these best practice cards um, in, in Iowa and that AFS has here with their recommendations on it as well. Like I said, that's we've narrowed down what hasn't worked and tried to weed those things out. So if you can reflect on, if you're making your own application, if you can reflect on what worked or, you know, if certain fields look better than others, what did you do in that field that maybe you didn't do in other fields? Um, again, just to kind of put it all together and get the performance to maximize the way that you would like it to. So the highest level, that's, that's how I'll leave it. So. Perfect. If you're wondering what needs to go with Enlist to get that optimal results that you're looking for, contact your AFS agronomist and they will gladly come up with a package for you on what should go in your tank so that you see optimal results from your Enlist brand herbicides. Thanks Delaney for coming into the podcast studio today to talk to us about Enlist and how to optimize the results for your fields. Thanks. Thanks Delaney. Thank you for listening to Agronomy for Farmer Success. If you'd like any additional information, please contact your trusted Osmus Farm Supply agronomist. Please make sure to subscribe to Agronomy for Farmer Success on your podcast player of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and more to be notified when new episodes become available. 